Prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Appropriately spooky Halloween music. Not I was wondering. Hard. I was wondering if you were gonna catch that. Ooh. <laughs> and then I was also wondering. I'm like, okay, he started the music. Is he gonna remember to press go live? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Two weeks, man. I feel like I rusty. don't know what I'm doing. I know. I'm all rusty over here. So. Well, hello, invaders. It's good to be back after missing a couple weeks for me. Big thanks to Todd for filling in last week, talking about some Zinvaded, which was cool. Um, what a, what We had a good chat. Actually, we, we've had a really good chat just before we came live. We got two more topics just came out of it. Yeah, we, we really did. That's kind of fun. Like, we had to look at the clock. It's like, oh, man, we yeah. better stop. <laughs> yeah, just chatting going into that. So that was pretty cool. Um, well, what are you working on, man? It's been like 97 years. So what are you working on? <laughs> good morning, hey, Alder. Welcome. Good morning, in. Alder. Hello, sir. Thank you for the warm welcome back from tomorrow. I well, appreciate I've been it. working on all my terrain on the live streams that I do on Saturdays. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, I just did the last one was a three parter just because I was trying to squeeze it in, yeah, and I couldn't get it. I'm like, oh, I'll do it the next week and next week, and it ended up working out pretty good programming yeah. wise. But I finished the the little nobody cabin by Black Sight Studios. Yep. Uh, a lot of train building, uh, still working on some aliens for uh, Space Station Zero, and I just put up one video an unboxing. Cause it's something I've been wanting to do. And yeah, I, I saw that. The, I, I saw Mama Luna's. I did film another one, and I finished building the yeah. final girls for Don't Look Back, and I finished oh, filming nice. that one, and that one should be going up also uh, either this nice. weekend or Monday again. So I'm ahead of the game on my projects a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you are. Look at you. You're a beast. What's up, Tonio? Welcome so that might, be, uh, that might be the hobby project for saturdays working on these final girls or the werewolves from mama luna's because those have been sitting for a right. while built uh and i kind of want to get them to the table but this big old sucker i only ordered one thing and this thing weighs like a small child wet <laughs> oh well then if, if it's that heavy and it's a small box it's definitely from black site studios yeah yeah i mean i can smell the mdf through yep, it yep. um ordered Finally pulled the trigger on the campground set. Uh, I, I think they have it. little spray bottles of burnt MDF that they spray on the outside yeah. of the box. Yeah, that could be a new cologne. A, a we gamer need to write that down. Hey, listen, there's some conventions that I'd be <laughs> happy to write to that down. That, <laughs> I'd be happy to hand that out to free for free to some of the guys that come up, right? But yeah, I ordered this Thursday. It was on back order. I figured oh, I'll oh, get wow. in about two weeks or whatever. A week. It it wow. shipped like in by Tuesday. I guess back um, order doesn't mean the same thing since they moved into the big no, warehouse. They got huh? the, the three new machines, so I think they have a total of six now. Um, yeah, I want to open this and make sure it was just one thing. And holy cow, that's a lot of MDF. Wow, though. I mean, that's a lot so of MDF. 
Oh, there's so, a lot to that, though. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good kit. That's a good mm. kit. So I got a new kit to start working on. I hey, did I last love, I love Black Sight's stuff, man. Um, Spaz, yeah. good morning. Checking What's up, in Spaz? The Philippines. What are you doing in the Philippines? Yeah, he went to uh, visit his wife's family. So they've been there for a while, actually. Oh, nice. He needs to pop over and see Alder. Yeah, he's not too far, right? Right, he's right around the corner, practically. Pop over and see Alder. Just swim. Watch <laughs> out for the sharks. Watch out for the sharks. Yeah, even Alder's agreeing with us there. Yeah. So I haven't been working on too much the past couple weeks. Um, matter of fact, we were talking about hobby drought before, and we're going to talk about that in a couple weeks. But I, I, I do have – I've been working on a toy. I like toy bashing. And I got – Here's my little spaceship. And I told him that's basically our intro. Right? It is. It's totally our intro. I should have just sat here and went. And you put some stickers on that sucker. Right? Like that. But, okay. So I know you guys saw the picture of this mining rig that I'm working on for. It's it, it's kind of for Necromunda Ash Waste, but it's really for mm -hmm. Violent Dark is, is where I want to use it. Because I've got a whole little army of vehicles for what i've done for violent dark but i just want to give you guys an idea of this thing okay here we go ready oh here we go there we go there it is hello i mean i can barely see you anymore <laughs> hello there you go look at that that is that thing come with you. uh does that come with cup holders on it um, you can put your cup anywhere you want on it. I mean, it, it, it works just fine. Um, anyway, so I've actually, I was telling Eric before we came on, I've wanted this thing since I was playing 40K. I wanted to kit bash it into a an orc battle wagon. But it's like 160 bucks. Well, my wife volunteers at the thrift store. And I, I got almost guessed seven. He almost guessed. He said five, but I got it for seven bucks. So <laughs> I was like, well, I can't pass that up. Got to do something with it. No, I mean, yeah, if, if that's what that's going for on, say, like eBay. Right. Because that's usually probably something like that you'll find. That's nuts. And then you it, find it like that. It's like, yeah, it's come on. one. Look on eBay. And that was because I looked on eBay. That was how I found out that this piece went with it because mm. we had left it at the store. But it's 160 bucks, the cheapest. But if you get it for that much, it's like $70 shipping. So, Ooh, you know, it's, it's over 200 bucks. So score. And I was working on it today, doing a little bit of dry brushing. And I'll do some, add some colors and some weathering and fun stuff like that. Maybe, maybe tomorrow night. We'll see. And you were saying that the lights and everything and sounds already work on it. So Heck you yeah. got all that interactive. Oh, yeah. I taped off all the cool lights. Stuff. Yep, taped off all the cool lights. It'll be fun. It'll be time for another uh, another episode of Violent Dark, I think. Yeah, well, do you still have that table, that last table you made set up? You made it on, like, a, a what, air hockey table or something yeah, like I mean, that? Yeah, I, I don't. Um, that was awesome. The kids, <laughs> the kids used it. Yeah. And uh, I just, I found a lot of different, better setups just on okay. my table. So I just... I've got like a, a whole wall over here. This wall over here is just that sci-fi, 
you know, space You're going to make people jealous of your it's, game it's, basement. It's like Space Station Zero, um, Violent Dark. This is the sci-fi wing, and here right. we got the fantasy over wing. The twist, over there is the twisted wing. <laughs> I don't even call it anything else because it's just the twisted wing. And then I've got my then I've got my drowned earth stuff. And that's that's really that's really about it. And I, I got some stuff over there. Never mind. We'll stop. <laughs> we'll stop. <coughs> oh boy, oh boy. Yes. Well, um, I believe we are moving past the shenanigans. What are we gonna yes. talk about tonight there, sir? Jordan. So, what's Look, up, Jordan? Jordan? You know what? Oh. We missed we missed Elton from the top hat too. No, I saw Tonio. I, I saw okay. him earlier, and I got. Uh, oh, speaking of of Tonio, I already told him. I didn't tell you, Eric, the Matius that I have earmarked for you guys. Oh yeah, James sent me a picture that they are bagged up and they're on the way. So okay. as soon as I get them, I'll send them to you guys. And on a side note, it is James Baldwin's birthday. So if you are oh. in the Drowned Earth Facebook group. Go say happy birthday to him. Yeah, go bomb him with and some birthday cake tell, emojis. I forgot to tell since Jordan's over here too. I've got a, I've got a little wing over here that's my <laughs> modern era stuff. That's for all my zombie stuff. <laughs> it's over here. It's got all my you know my uh, um, my dump trucks and all that cool. What's stuff up, man? Oh, he was too late. He was too late. He didn't get to see the cool vehicle for Violent Dark. Oh man, he's gonna have to rewatch he's now. Have to wait. He's gonna have that's to wait. all right. That's all right. Well, tonight, enough of shenanigans. Let's get into our uh, topic. Now, as you guys see, I put, you guys that are watching, we put a little bit of our little pumpkin icon and our little spooky background because it's setting the mood. So setting the mood for games. That's our topic tonight. And basically, this came up into my head. I'm starting to see seasonal decoratings, you know, appear in the different yards. And it got me (laughs) thinking. Got me so thinking. What, wait, so what that really meant is you've seen uh, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice pies, pumpkin Bugs. spice this, pumpkin <laughs> spice breaks, pumpkin spice everything. Yeah, that got me into the mood, right? Right. <laughs> but it got me thinking about, uh, you know, setting a mood because, you know, people decorate their yards to set that spooky mood for Halloween. Yep. And I thought, can you do this for your tabletop games? And also, what are some of the ideas for trying this out? Now, this is kind of a topic you talk about setting the mood for your game. You generally hear or see this used primarily in RPG settings, right? Yes, or horror time. games. Um, you know, it, it, but I think if you put your mind to it, uh, mood could be applied to any tabletop, you know, game in some degree or fashion. So yes. I, I kind of wanted to dive into it. We're probably not going to solve anything, but we might give you guys some ideas of yeah. different things to try um oh, got a hello joy of war gaming hey oh hey oh hey oh oh lighting matt likes the lighting comment here yes i like yeah. lighting uh yeah. as you notice i got lights behind me um i'm just one of those types that i you know i like lighting and i think something like that in it that's actually starts off our talking topics here is lighting uh, and other theatrics. Like you knew it was coming. Yeah, you you peeking at my notes, Matt. He was lighting and other theatrics is basically what I think you need to think about. And before we get into lighting, let's talk about background music or sounds, right? Right. So kind of like nature sounds out in the wild, uh, maybe a dripping, echoing for caves or dungeon crawlers. 
uh, machines grinding for what? Yep. Twisted. Twisted. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I got a whole bunch of soundtracks for Twisted. Trust and me. And then one of my favorites, Zombie Moans, for when you're playing those Apocalypse yep. games. Or let's be honest. I mean, whether you like The Walking Dead or not anymore, if you have that playing in the background while you're playing a um, a zombie game, that's 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 pretty cool too. Yeah, um, definitely. I think too. Before we run off on the tangent of the lights and all of that, I think that a well-written game sets the mood first, and then it's kind of what inspires you to add the other stuff. Two examples come to mind, and it's not because they're both listening. They just happen to both be listening. And that's Violent Dark, because if you guys go back and you look at the table that I built, the very first thing I did was go lighting, right? I went yeah. all about the mood setting because um, the the idea, the concept, the way the book was written had already set up that mood for it, right? Same thing with County Road Z for the zombie stuff. Right. As soon as that, as soon as I got the book. Um, okay. So here's where County Road Z rated in that. Everybody knows I don't like PDFs. People send me PDFs and they're like, oh, read this. And I'm like, mm, can I just order a paper copy? I know you sent the PDF for free, <laughs> but I will pay for the paper <laughs> copy because I'm just not going to read the PDF. Well, I printed County Road Z from PDF. So so that but but the point was the game number one the writing for the game so the setup the story getting there and then when the mechanics feed into the mood i think it just inspires you to do things like put the lights on the table mm -hmm. get a soundtrack playing in the background you know um where my table is set up i've got a light right overhead uh and so I can turn off the other lights if I'm playing a dark game. Yeah, themed beverages, sure. A neck. I don't think I would want to have a themed beverage if I was playing Necromunda, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's you know, it's like a soylent green kind of thing. You, you wouldn't want to do themed, themed for that one. Uh, but yeah, all of that stuff. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to derail on this. I've been gone for two weeks. Sorry, guys. But Eric and I, from way back. One game that really screamed for the, the theatrical presence, the music, the lighting and everything was um, White Wolf's World of Darkness. Mm -hmm. Like everything about that game just screamed for that. So uh, <laughs> Antonio says Monster Energy Drink has the right color. <laughs> That's true. Monster would probably get the right effect for a Necromunda game too. Everyone twitching and frothing at the mouth a little bit. <laughs> yep, yep. And I, I think a lot of this depends on what environment you're really playing in, right? Whether it's RPG or tabletop war game or a board sure. game, it's it's one of those things. Let your imagination go wild, right? Um, and I mean, I, we we did talk about lighting, uh, and to continue that, you know, some of the things you do is like you said you mentioned you added like accent lights but i mean you can go as far as lowering the lighting a little bit use candles sure. for a spooky game in your background colored lights you know red blue purple you know something that's great for in this case like what you were talking about sci-fi um be but just don't try to play in the dark right <laughs> yeah be careful with those candles and all that black site studios terrain <laughs> yeah yeah and that's why uh you know they have the great invention of tea lights now you know battery yeah. acid 
and they even flicker. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I remember using the red ones ex extensively in Wild West Exodus mm -hmm. for the RJ ten twenty seven. That was the way to go. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, Tyler was the the one who connected us with those. <laughs> that's reaching way back. So I didn't see this though. Look, it says Matt has been sick. Well, I'm sorry you've been sick. I hope you're feeling better, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I seen him just as active as ever on the Discord on their uh, on their end. So, oh, oh, there's a good. Yeah, that's a really Fog good suggestion. Yes. I don't think I put that in the notes. In those, like this time of the year is great for this kind of stuff. You go to the Halloween store, you can find those little tiny fog machines that you just put in a bowl of water, and. Or you There's know. been a couple of Kickstarters where they've made terrain pieces that are a fog machine. Yep. I've seen a couple of them. They're like, they're essentially Forge, dice I tower. Think. Was it Dwarven Forge? I think Dwarven Forge does a I, lot I know of that there type were, of stuff. I know there were a couple of <laughs> Alder. <laughs> My dice rolls are better in the dark. <laughs> I always seem to do better when I roll my it's dice. It's a 10. Yes, yes, it's a 10. Yeah, definitely a 10. Well, I've, I've got too many videos up of me playing games and showing my dice rolls for anyone to believe that. So <laughs> I thought an, a, another thing uh, to kind of set the mood a little bit is uh, like small props. So when I say small props, they could be like your little plastic spiders, um, right. you know, masquerade mat masks that you can, you know, hang around the room or something like that. Um, maybe, uh, other small critters like uh, rubber snakes or whatever sure. that you can put around the game table kind of out of the, your way, but helps set that mood. Um, yeah. You know, maybe you're playing like a, a jungle adventure game, you know, kind of gear it towards, you know, temples of doom, maybe right. and right. Right, all that kind of stuff. So, right. Uh, I think too. Uh, so some, something that I'll do sometimes when I'm, I've, <laughs> I particularly, <laughs> hey, Matt rolls the same dice I do. How about that? Um, one of the things that I'll do, I, I mostly do this with Twisted, but I will do this with a couple of other games. But for setting the mood, you said props, and this won't really sound like props, but it is. I typically play on a two by two to a three by three table just for space. You can mm -hmm. get the game in quicker. You know, everything, you cut out that first turn of doing nothing. But I've got an eight foot long table and I will set the entire table up as a twisted city and yeah. I'll play in one little section of it just to set the mood. And while it's not like a prop per se, the whole it rest of the table is kind of is you're like yeah, world you're just, building. Yeah, you, I've set the mood and set the whole table. And when the person comes to play me, it's like. We can go. We can go back and forth on the table. It's like, where do you want to play? How do you want this story to play yeah. out? Matt Matt brings up point, and yep. I've seen this. People use a lot of props at demo tables to, at in conventions. Yeah, that's a great way to draw people in. To hey, try out this game, and let me tell you, I've seen this man's twelve table <laughs> <laughs> setups at Adepticon that people are like, oh my god, because. Yeah, they're all individual tables, but you've kind of created like a landscape, you right. know, and it kind of can draw people in. Even if you're not playing on it, it's this whole little, I mean, you think about. And we all had cowboy hats on. Yeah, yeah true. We all had cowboy hats on. And you think about like the train sets, people that are really into model train sets mm -hmm. build these whole basements full of yep. this terrain and the 
the train maybe just goes, you know, but yep. you have this rolling hills and a exactly. little town and kind of the same concept. It's, yeah, and, you, and you're setting the mood. It, it's, mm -hmm. oh, oh, this, I'm going to be, this is perfect because now I can justify my terrain addiction. That's really all I'm doing. I'm just setting a mood. It's why Violent Dark is played on a small table. And yet I can probably set up a 12 foot long mm -hmm. ship for them to wake up <laughs> with rooms and everything is because that's I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm not addicted. I'm I'm setting the mood. Mm, okay. Thank okay. You. I appreciate all of you supporting me in this. So if you guys ever see Mac taking a picture or he's getting out of a cryo you know tube or something he's setting the mood setting the mood <laughs> setting the mood definitely setting the mood. so uh other ideas and i saw that the joy of war gaming i'm gonna jump a little bit in my okay. notes here because he brought up this um he said we all have seen convention games where participants wear funny hats i.e wild west exodus right you yep, just yep. mentioned we this had the cowboy hats bike uh by corns for Napoleonic plith yep. helmets, colonial. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that we wear the we wear the hats. That absolutely counts. Like, yeah. Um, I've got a I've got a little steampunk hat for running twisted demos. Yeah, I you mean, know? I think uh, you know, it's that's a fun idea to really get into whatever the theme is. You know, when we were playing Wild West Exodus, like you said, we all had cowboy hats on. People were coming over saying, you know, like, what's going on over yeah. here? Now and we had it, white hats and black hats. Yeah, and it probably so, didn't help when there was people like me that would be hollering and hooting and shooting their fingers in the air like Jesse James and stuff. But No, I think that does help. <laughs> I think that does help. Look, Matt needs a four-wheel drive for world building to set the mood. Right. That's right. Um, so yeah, cosplay in costumes. Um, sure. Not, once again, perfect time of the year. Go to the Halloween store and find yeah. something that fits your game thing, whether it's pirates or, you know, fantasy, uh, tons of sci-fi. Just just don't get the little booty short ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really joy <laughs> wargaming to to even speak more into that. Of does it count? Look at the dudes that dress up like space marines that mm -hmm. go to conventions. That people flock to that, and that's free advertising for GW. You yeah, know, so it, sure, absolutely gets you into the character, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it. I think it just adds so much to it. Oh, oh, <laughs> those spaz. Sadie first read that as a four by four table. Um, <laughs> okay, here's a good one too. Artwork and color palette used in games is a major draw. Uh, artwork, Rain and Hell or Space Station Zero is a great example. Art design in both games truly sells. Now, I, I totally agree with mm -hmm. that. And, and I think that those two games in particular are um, a really interesting contrast in that because the Rain in Hell is that just that stark black and white throughout. And yep. then, the like you said, the color palette of Space Station Zero is almost almost comical you know what i mean it's all it's it's very comic booky but but it, but it's a real draw i really like it that was a really good point um what's matt say matt there says when i write a new rules set i usually build a table to help get me in the mood and help me think about what i want players to be able to do, do in the game well you live too far away because i love to build tables and you like to write rules oh man he'd be building new tables all day matt 
man, you would need a new house. I'd be building you so many tables. You would you would say something like, hey, I had this idea for a game and it would be the smallest, tiniest idea. And I'd be like, oh, that's so exciting. Let me build six tables for you. <laughs> now, I know this idea came up a little bit in the chat. Some of you guys suggested food and drinks. Um, I think that's a good idea. Pick, yep. pick snacks before or post game that can add to the feeling of the world. Uh, just try not to consume during the game. You don't want those dusty, sticky cards and minis, right? Um, but yeah, you could theme that stuff to whatever you're playing, right? Um, oh, yeah. You know, I've seen, I, I keep going back to Halloween because these are kind of the, the themed foods I hear. I see is, you know, like the little mini hot dog weenies and you you make them look like severed fingers Spiders for your or whatever. Yeah. yeah, for your horror games or maybe a little uh, jello mold that looks like a brain. You know? And if you're not a good cook and you play Zombicide, you can really get themed because the card is um, bag of rice. So you could just make some rice. And the card in the game is bag of rice. So <laughs> here's your meal, guest bag of rice. <laughs> bag of rice. It's in the game. I'm just trying to set the mood here. All right, what do we got? A couple comments here. Jordan says Twinkie juice on my dice bag is a big no-no. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, that is fair. That. I agree. Uh Edward said very cyberpunk neon draws attention. First saw the new rule set. Instantly start thinking about terrain to use to build up the theme of the table I'm playing on. Yeah. And I, I think too, um, in particular with Space Station Zero, and I think we're going to talk about it uh, a little bit farther down the road a little bit, is I really liked the the concept of the derelict giant space station. Mm -hmm. it was, we had mentioned um, the night that I purchased the PDF, we had mentioned that it was almost like uh, a, a Space Hulk without the grimdark. You know, yeah. it was just, it was just a um, <clears throat> horror-ish sci-fi Minus the whole 40k universe, kind of like a 70s sci-fi almost. Yeah, yeah, you know, like in an aliens or. Um, uh, oh, I was thinking like Logan's Run, actually. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's back it up a little more. A little then. bit yeah, cheesy. Logan's Run, Logan's Run, or Running Man, or something like that. Yeah, but with, but in a space Hulk. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I I see that. So there was it was very definitely a very cool concept, very cool theme. Um, I'm always a big fan of something that's a little bit different. Um, it was the things that piqued my interest about uh, County Road Z was the the different zombie mechanic that I really liked. Mm -hmm. And then in Violent Dark, the, the complete just paradigm shift that you had to have on your crew. Because it's not like, oh, here's my crew. It's the same crew I'm going to play through the next... 14 games in the campaign. No, they're, they're pretty much all going to die. Yeah. Pretty much, you're, you know, as soon as they wake up. That's right. If you, you're going to die. One person probably lived. Good for you. One person go to the next game. <laughs> Got to wake up some more people to die. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the rule book for violent dark. I don't know if there's a, um, a, a short PDF quick I don't start think there is. out there or not. I, I don't know. Um, but if there's not, you can borrow, bother Matt about that. Maybe he should have a quick start. <laughs> Come <set>. on, Matt. <laughs> um, so do we got any, is there any other ideas that we can think of that kind of, we, we touched on a lot of the basic stuff, I think, with this uh, topic. Um, you guys threw out a couple good ideas in the chat here. Um, can you think of any more that we could 
try. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like at conventions because that's usually where I see the big theatrics because they're trying to draw people in. Um, other um, than like cosplay and yeah, I mean, I think at conventions you really have the opportunity to do the the cosplay kind of thing. I think yeah. if your buddies show up over at your house and you're dressed in an eight foot tall space marine costume, they're gonna be like, um, <laughs> what, what are we? What are we playing today? What's I'm not sure what's we going are playing on a game, right? Yeah, a board game. <laughs> I mean, this is real. That, that doesn't look like a real gun, but is it? Um, <laughs> um I, I I don't know. I, I think I think when you're like if you play at home, is where you can really set the mood because it's hard at a store. You can't yeah. go over and be like, "Hey, can you turn the lights down? I'm getting ready to play a um, yeah. A, yeah a zombie game." But at, if you're at home, it's a lot easier to set that mood. Yeah, um, but at the stores, I think you can focus on like what you were saying with the table setup. Um, you know, you yeah. can make a very elaborate table. Um, I think both of us, you got it, and I think that's why I got it was the uh, the pirate ships, the build a blocks or not build a block. Oh yeah, uh, the mega blocks. Mega pirate block. Ships. Yes. One of the only reasons I got that was for table presence. We oh, never yeah. even really played with it. I just had it off to the side because I did like yeah. kind of a dock scene and it was a big enough presence that it drew people in it. People in They're oh, like, yeah. Oh, what are they playing? Are oh, they playing yeah. a pirate game? Are they, you know, historical game? So, I mean, at, at a store, I think that's something you can, you can concentrate on. But like you said, at home, that's when you can really let your imagination go wild with the lighting and mood and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah, I love the ships. I mean, I've used them in uh, Deep Wars, in Shadow Sea, uh, Wild West Exodus. I still use them in Twisted. I love a good dock battle, in, you know, in London. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. Background. Matt's saying at a convention, setting the demo with a story is fun. So, yeah, if you kind of come up with a story beforehand and before you jump into the game itself, that's kind of fun. Um, so, so wait, though. He said he loved doing that for Don't Look Back. Does that mean you have somebody, a axe murderer, jump out at the end of the session and scare the players? Well, they do use that little creepy mannequin at their booth. So. <laughs> and then Mini Warmut said background music. Definitely, we had talked about that. Yeah, for, depending on genre. Oh, caution, caution tapes. tapes yeah, good. yeah, great. Any any kind of Necromunda, uh, that would be great for that. And of course, um, for Don't Look Back, that would work for Violent Dark too. Um, there, here's a ding. Mini Warmut said, "I must have missed one." Uh, <laughs> you must have. Let's see, uh, Edward has got all kinds of good comments. Music, lighting at home, very effective for mood setting. Right, table yeah. setup as well. Whether at the store at home really helps. Yeah, and we've talked about that a lot too. Is um, the 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 table being the third player. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really, really, that's how you really look requiring, at it. Really requiring more attention than maybe you think. Uh, but like we've also said, some competitive players aren't going to care about that. You give them a stack of books and two coffee cups and a water jug, and they've got their terrain to play a game, mm -hmm. and they don't. And they don't care. And, and that's okay. Uh, yeah. They're just playing for the dice chucking and the the tactics. They're not <clears throat> playing for the immersion part. Yep. Exactly. But I don't. I don't think, in all fairness. Um, to the way that folks like that play, they probably don't listen to us anyway, because all we ever talk about is is the theme and the immersion. So it's just a different set of the way that you view the game. Yeah. It's not it's not wrong. It's just different. 
Well, to wrap it up, I, I posted, why would you do this? I think it would add to the overall experience the players and the game have. Um, and I, I kind of want to know what the rest of the invaders think. So if you guys have more ideas or comments on this, head over either in our comments section, whether you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch, um, and even go into the Discord. You know, we have an episode chat topic channel in there. Put some comments in there because uh, I'd be curious to see what other ideas you guys come up with. Um, and, yeah, I, I just think this is something that cool to think about uh, that you can just add not only for yourself but to your guests if you're coming yeah. to your house to play um, and, you know, to a certain level at stores too. So Yeah, and I think the table's the way that you do it at the store. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I, that also depends on what kind of terrain your store has. Do you take your terrain? Um, how many people are there? So there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of factors in there. You obviously don't want to set up a, an eight foot table of terrain at your store when it's packed and take all of the terrain so that you can play on a two by two area. That's yeah. not very cool. Yeah. That's something that would be great at conventions. Um, yes. I've, We've seen all the big tables at the conventions, uh, whether it's uh, what was that one game at Adepticon the one year where they had a ton of tables set up and it was just like the sea and they had the pirates and they had the Krakens on it. Do you remember that table remember, at Adepticon? I don't remember that one. It was some pirate game games. they were playing and they're all dressed up like pirates and stuff. Arr, yeah. arr, <laughs> arr. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to make you take us out because I've been gone for a long time. I'm not sure if I remember how to do it because okay. I've been gone so long. And we did miss um, Todd Clem. tonight. So. He, he's probably playing he's Zinvaded probably playing at the Zinvaded. store. He's out yeah. at a restaurant somewhere playing Zinvaded, fighting over a shaker of salt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all we have for you tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, this Thursday night, and you can join us next Thursday night live in the uh, studio audience if you want. Um, but we have a studio it, audience, yeah, yeah. These guys are all in our studio audience that well, are watching us right now. But if you're new to the show or just want some more content, you can find our audio content on all podcast platforms for your listening pleasure. And for video, check us out on YouTube channel and for things like unboxings, impressions and other great indie game content. And make sure you visit us on the all the so, uh, social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Discord. And uh, we really like pushing Discord. A lot of you guys jump in there and share your projects. So um, all these links you guys can find in the show notes. And uh, go ahead and check us out there. And um, if you want to support us, visit us on Patreon. Uh, we appreciate if you guys would support us on there. And our favorite, Red Bubble. if you want some merch. If you need a coffee mug, a hat, a t-shirt, or many other things. I think I mentioned last week that I was going to buy you a comforter and uh, Alyssa was probably going to cream me or something. <laughs> hey, man, if you want to shell out the money that that thing costs, should be all right with it. Don't should worry be about all it. Right with it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check out Redbubble for all Indie Invasion merch. And, um, guys, just like that. Fastest 30 minutes in gaming. Uh, we're all set for this week. And uh, until next week, we will catch you guys all later and prepare yourself for the invasion. <laughs>